is like partially male dominated. Like, or maybe two thirds male dominated. That's yeah. new. Kind of cool. Like testosterone. So this is going to be weird. Um, <laughs> okay. So, and I'm going to have my husband help me with part of this. And am I embarrassing you already, Gaby? No. Okay. Okay. Um, so he's going to help me with some of this so I can kind of give an example. So I, we are talking about um, conflict resolution. Like, and now for us, obviously, we've been married 20 years. So I'm going to talk about it on a level of either roommates, close friends, family, um, or spouse, future spouse like on that level, because roommates, um, really close friends, um, let's see what else, anyone that you're really close to, family, obviously, um, brother, sister, those are kind of all precursors for um, practice for like what it's like when you're married. I know that sounds weird, but it's true, because a lot of the times, I mean, we love each other, like he's, he's my sexy dog, like I love him. <laughs> But sometimes we're just working through the day, at, you know, and like <laughs> trying to not annoy the crap out of each other. And, you know, that's that's real life. And so um, anyway, so kind of going to use our experience and what we've been through to try to give you some insight. So um, so and just a little background on us, too. We when we started dating, so this is how we are. We're very we're a little bit different from the norm so he looks like really scary and like strong which he is strong mind you but when we started dating i'm more of the okay i need to let you know i'm an ass like sometimes i am rude i am a jerk is it true like i said this to you when we were dating he and i have issues and sometimes it's um i'll throw fit or I'll yell i'll have low patience and i just want you to know that he's like <coughs> No, you would never yell at me. You're the sweetest. You're so fun. Everyone loves to be around you. I love you so much. We'll always be happy. And when you look at that, we're like totally role reversal, like completely different. He is the sweeter one. He's the better, can I say mother? I mean, really, you're much better at mothering our children. Like he's much more patient, kind, gentle, nurturing than I am. Um, and I'm more... Um, like lay it down a little bit so um and that's okay i mean we obviously uh both look to god and the holy spirit to show us how to be and um he does better at it than me so um so um we can learn things tonight like i'm gonna have just four points um basically that will help you have um better insight on relationships but molly Oh, sorry. Just kidding, Molly. I love you. Um, but you can hear them. You can write them down. But really, in relationships, the trick is, like, you have to practice them. You have to do them. So just to hear them, just to write them down and go, man, that was amazing. And then just, that was so good, you know? <laughs> and then you just leave it behind. Um, number one, we have Holy Spirit to remind us, you know, Lord, we, I need you. I need you to... Um, Remind me of the things that in my own skin, I won't remember. And um, the cool part is he does it for you. So um, you got to practice it. It's like a muscle. The more you practice, the more you exercise it, the stronger it gets. 
you stop practicing it, you stop exercising how to have um, great communication, great uh, resolution in um, conflict, and it just goes away. Like, you, you don't have it anymore, so you have to practice. So, um, okay. Every, let me look, hold on. So every relationship, I'm not good at this, you guys. It's like my second time pretty much ever to teach this long. Um, every relationship has conflict. Um, so here's the number one I'm going to tell you. Um, let's say, can I use a couple that I think I love that is in the front row to my left? Can I use you for an example a little bit, please? Okay, because you're the only ones that I know are like <laughs> close to marriage. It's you. So yeah. is that okay? Okay. Um, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> and it's good. It's not. No, no, don't worry. Don't worry at all. No. I'm just going to give you guys, use you as an example only because I am going to talk about relationships and it's good kind of to have this right here. So, um, what you want to do is, Okay, let's think if you're in a job, if you're in a business, you're doing anything, and you have a clear, you get the job. They sit down with you and they say, okay, so here's what we believe. You know, everyone has that, right? This is our belief system. Um, number two, these are kind of the rules of conduct. This is how we want you to be um, when you work here. Blah, 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 blah. They have all these things. I call them tools. They give you the tools um, that you need to work at that place and work at it success successfully if you follow what they ask you to do um you also can you know you can add to it with them talk with them whatever so really honestly good relationships kind of function the same way so when you sit down with someone um and i'm just going to go with the you know pre-marriage dating anything like that um you'll probably mostly all end up married someday so just put it in there you know um to sit down together and create some tools. So things that you keep in your pocket for when you um, have a conflict, like this is what matters to me, this is what matters to you. We share what matters, like if we're arguing what matters the most, okay? For Andy, it's that I don't yell because he, it, he's just gentle. He's, he's a gentle giant and it hurts his spirit when I yell. I try not to, but sometimes I really suck at not, you know, I just lose it sometimes. I just don't have that patience. But that matters the most to him. To me, it matters to be like, okay, are we going to just talk about this? Are we going to have A, B, C, D, and are we going to follow through? So um, our different personalities, we perceive things differently. Different things are important to us. So when we talk about those things um, and we have them down, if we are being aware um, and not just living in our skin, um, then truly God reminds us of these things. And, and even if we fail, um, and we start, you know, messing up or someone forgets and, you know, you hurt the other's feelings. Um, the awesome part is Jesus is the best example ever that we could ever have, which is just keep going, just come back, come back to me, come back to me. And, um, so for us, the best thing is, I'm not going anywhere. Come back to me. Come back to me. You know, no matter what we go through, just come back to me. So, um, so number one is create, create those tools. I have an example. So um, my best friend from high school, we graduated high school, and we were like, oh, my gosh, we're going to be roommates. Yeah, okay, I know everyone's done that, right? <laughs> so we're in high school, my very best friend. We're going to be roommates. We're going to move to California, and we're going to do this together, and we're going to have, like, this awesome you know, condo and, you know, all the plans we make. 
great plans. It's, it's good to have them. He chose Noah. <laughs> I'm going to live in Ording and have like five acres. Okay. Um, anyway, um, so you do that, but you don't realize that once you do it, um, you know, everything is work. So I haven't used you for examples yet, but I might. Um, so she's my best friend, Monica. And what we did is I wanted out of my parents' house the quickest I could ever get out. Um, I wanted out. So um, that's where I was at. And um, so I was like, let's move out. Her parents were um, missionaries to the Philippines, and they left when she was 16 or 17 and said, you can come or you can stay, but we're going. And so she felt abandoned, and she had a family already that was kind of disconnected and not uh, close like mine. And so she felt left behind and misplaced. And so we both came into this ideal in her mind, we're going to have an apartment, we're going to come together, it's going to be an amazing time, we're going to have like going to do everything together and I'm like I want out of my parents house I don't care what anyone thinks I want to do what I want I mean I still a good I made good choices pretty much but um my whole point was our perception of what we wanted was completely different and we didn't know it and you can't know it right you, you don't know until you know like you just you get to a point where you go wait a minute okay we need to evaluate this so she and I we didn't have any of those skills yet we were 18 through 19 and so by the end of that, we got a one-bedroom apartment. We shared one bedroom. So we thought, oh, we'll share our clothes, everything. We're just going to have our little beds next to each other. It's going to be fantastic. We're going to put like a little, I know, this is girls. This is girls, sorry. Um, dudes, I don't know. I don't know. Does that work? You guys like sleep on couches on floors, and you guys are weird. your own weird entity. So. We play video games Right, you like play video games until all of a sudden you like wake yeah. up at two in the morning in your sleep, right? <laughs> Seriously, yeah, it's a whole different world. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's so different. So this might, well, it might not apply to you, but it does. This is why. Someday you're gonna marry a woman, right? So if yeah, <laughs> FYI, <laughs> FYI, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> move on from that. But point is, if you just do that, dude, where's the Red Bull? All my friends all over the world on my, you're doing all that stuff. And you're like, God's good. We had a good time. Where's the wings? Where's the chips? Where's that? So you're doing whatever you're doing. I don't know. Um, but you're doing that and you're not preparing at all. Right. And then all of a sudden you go and you're with friends and there's this girl that just blows your mind. Right. And you're like, dude, I'm awesome. I'm going to go in there. I'm just going to get to know this girl. But you have not prepared anything about yourself to be beyond that moment that you have with the guys sitting there doing all the things you're doing. Um, you're going to have a learning curve. And you're going to be behind the game. So um, for guys, that might be something to think about. Seriously. You could do that for a really long time. But um, you really will be behind on the curve. So... That's all I'm saying about that. Um, so, anyway, <laughs> be on your game if you want a girl. That's all I'm saying. Um, so, uh, we lived together. So, for six months, it went from, like, happiness together, like, loved each other to the poor. <laughs> it was horrible. Like, number one, she hated my boyfriend. Like, hated him. He hated her. Um, and, of course, I... We were to wanted to be other, together all the time, and I didn't really care what she thought because I was free, and she was like, wait, you're my family, but we didn't work any of this out. And so 
um, it ended badly. And funny part is, this is for a whole nother talk. She ended up marrying that ex-boyfriend of mine that she hated. And now that's a whole nother talk on watch what physical stuff you do with your boyfriend now because he could marry your, your best friend. Okay? So that's a whole nother talk. <laughs> no, that's real. Like, that's real. Is that okay, honey? Am I okay? Yeah, that's just a whole That's a whole nother talk. Yeah, that's a whole set of tools. But think about it. That's legit. You have the same friends, you date someone, doesn't work. Be careful what you get involved with because they could marry the girl sitting right next to you and there that's can be awkward. So anyway, um so by the time we sorry, by the time uh we moved out from each other, we wanted nothing to do with each other. Six months, we didn't speak one word to each other. We avoided each other at church. Um, it was not easy. It was, it was hard. Um, we ended up working that out. And abs- they're both my best friends today. Like, um, they're fantastic people. But we didn't have any tools. We didn't know. We were kind of reacting on how we were raised. Um, I was reacting to family that I just wanted to be free from, that was kind of stifling and controlling, and I wanted to find my way. And she was reacting from being, feeling abandoned and really wanting um, a family structure around her. So if we would have sat down and taken the time to look at those things, and if someone would have uh, guided us, guided, is that a word, um, been our guide and showed us how to do it, we would have been able to work those conflicts out. So we didn't have it. We didn't know. So anyway, um, hold on a second. Um... So, with Andy and I, there are, um, in our dating relationship and in our marriage relationship, um, we haven't done everything good. I mean, we're human. We've made a lot of mistakes. But there's a few things that, praise Jesus, we have done really, really well. And um, I'm really thankful, and I'm not going to tear up, but he taught me. Um, That's good, man. Hold on. Done. Okay. Um, <laughs> done. Done. Um, but seriously, he is, he, this one represents Jesus in our house. That, I am so blessed, um, as is our son, to have, to have him. Um, so we fight like everybody. We have issues like everybody. Um, all, I mean, obviously, that happens in every close relationship. Um, but there are a couple or three things that we do that make our marriage successful and have always, from the beginning, made it one that, I guess there's a word now that people say, hold on, what do they say? What's the, what do you young people say? Hold on. Something goals or... Relationship goals. Yeah, is that it? Like you'll post relationship goals. <laughs> yeah, okay. Doesn't sound that exciting when, when I say it. Anyway... So something that um, young adults and teenagers have seen in our relationship that um, it's been awesome because they have seen it. And then we started to realize, oh, my gosh, we do do this well. You know, we have kind of carved out our way and learned how to um, have a good relationship and constantly turn back to each other and constantly turn uh, up to the Lord when we try to do it on our own. And it doesn't work. Like, it just doesn't work when you try to do it on your own. Um, so here's number one. 
Actually, number one was create tools. Sorry. Here's number two. Yes. My writer. Um, Number two. So um, I'm going to give you a trick. And this is for relationships. Remember this. I'm serious. Remember this right now. Put it in your memory because it's true. Um, People can give you all sorts of marriage advice, all sorts of relationship advice. It's pretty simple, actually. All the details are your own. This is going to be your story. No one else is going to have your story. No one else can necessarily how to tell you they don't know where you come from they don't know where he comes from how it's going to come together it's it's you two right it's between you and the lord um and the number one thing that has worked for us is when we have an argument when we have something that we go through um we have two choices and this is the answer i'm going to tell you at first i guess it's these three words turn in every time Turn in every time. So this is what what it looks like. Can you come here for a minute? Me? Yeah, oh. you're, you're the one. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm really sassy, and um, I'm, const- I'm usually like, we need to do this, we need to do this. We, you know, that's just how I run. He's like a gentle giant um, and patient, like fruits of the spirit, like pretty much live right here. He's not perfect, mind you. I'm not saying that but um he is the best example of those things for real and this is something that he did teach me um and then years later i read it when i was um, reading about relationships and i went oh my gosh we like just did it you know god just led us to it we didn't have a name for it we didn't know but so here's the deal we get an argument and we're mad at each other which actually it's funny this week we totally had arguments like we hardly ever fight but this week being asked to teach guess what happens like the s hits the f and we are just not doing well. Stuff hits the fence. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> that's definitely it. So, um, what what you do? Let's say we're starting to argue. I can start thinking about he never meets my needs. You know, he never takes out the garbage when I ask. And this, I do. I think this way sometimes. Um, he doesn't do anything I ask. He. Um, he never wants to go do things with me. He just wants to chill at home. He's, he, his energy level is so chill. Um, blah, 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 blah. And while I'm doing that in my head, right, I'm focusing and I'm thinking on things that partially might come from a little bit of truth, right? Maybe some of his weaknesses, but also part of his strengths that I need. Obviously I need someone that's chill. Um, I will do this. He's not meeting my needs. He's blah, blah, blah. All this stuff that's going in my head. And while I'm doing that, I'm turning away. So if he starts doing it and says, she's just rude, you know, whatever, what am I? You can say it. Rude. (laughs) 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 Okay, I'm really rude. So he can turn away, right? So this is what happens. This is a relationship where I'm thinking he's not meeting my needs. He's not meeting my needs. It's all about me. Um, and what we do is we turn away and we don't even know we're doing it. Number one, we're not looking here any longer, which happens all the time, right? We're constantly, it's a constant battle to go, wait a minute. What do you say about that again? What do you say about that again, Lord? You know, so, but when we're not doing that, we automatically just turn away from each other. This is, doesn't work. It doesn't work. And we've all seen it. We've had, you know, I love my parents to death. They, are now just coming into a good time of marriage after, I don't know, I'm 45, so like 47 years. 
But they've done this. My whole childhood was this. This is what I watched. This is what I learned. And anyway, so you can do that. Or you're going to naturally feel that way when you have an argument. You can start to think those things. Or you can tell yourself some truth, which is, um, I'm mad at him right now, and this is what helps me. It's going to be different for everybody. But boy, I sure love it when he hugs me. I sure love his strength. Man, he's the sweetest man I will ever know. I love his hands. Like, and it's silly things. It's not like, oh, I really need to do it right. I need to love my spouse. Because that's a lot of mumbo-jumbo, and yes, it's good. And, but I guarantee you what's in the Bible can be said just like this. You know, I mean, it's, it's just said with different words, if that makes sense. Yeah, like it's, so um, I love his hands. He makes me feel safe. He brings me to a calm. He diffuses my energy, which I need because I, I need that. God made him for me to, to be that for me. He can think, what can you think about me, honey, that turns you in towards me? Um, that you don't allow me to just be still. That, that getting out and <clears throat> being part of society and part of things with other people and things like that. It's, and plus, it's, it's two different sides. I mean, we do counseling, date, dating and relationship and marriage counseling with people because, mm-hmm. you know, we're a team. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So he starts to think those things, and he's really good at it. Like, he's always been good at it. I think it's just a natural thing that, that God gave him. But I actually feel like I learned it from him, um, but he's always turned in. And um, that and doesn't... And turned up, yeah. He's also, like been there, or oh, turned up. <laughs> um, young adults are like, what? Yeah, up, up. Um, so um, you can either turn away or turn in. So I know that's a lot to explain that, but do you get it? Yeah, that's good. Okay. So really, there's a lot of things that people can tell you. You can be in marriage counseling. You can. You can be in counseling later because you're having a hard time. We've been in counseling with our children because. Um, you know, when our oldest was home, there you go through different times where things are hard and you need someone on the outside to look in and guide you through something that you can't see because you're too close to it. So and sometimes they tell you truths that you already knew, but you weren't holding on to very tight. Right. So, yep, it's yeah, it's true. So anyway, so turn in. So what you do when you turn in, you, for me, I think about who he actually is, not the moment, not the argument, not, not what's happening right now. I think about who he is, who God made him to be, and what I des- and it's what I desperately need in my life. And so when we do that, and not you don't always do it at the same time. Here's the other good part. You take turns. So sometimes one of you is weaker. Sometimes one of you doesn't have it. You know, um, I've been really um, honest with who I am, and I talked about it when I talked the last time, like a year ago. I, um, and it's not who I am, but I have um, bipolar type 2 disorder. So... I'm like, like everywhere, and then I'm nowhere sometimes. And um, that's just something that my body deals with, but that's not who I am. I mean, uh, the Lord has totally helped me um, be strong, and I'm level and and very healthy. But it's part of this broken world, and it's something that sometimes I have to deal with. So um, what was my point in that? Mm. Am I your buoy? Yeah, you are my buoy. Um, but oh that's what it is we take turns so if I don't have that strength one of the people in that relationship if she doesn't have it 
somehow, like, it's almost like you know. The Holy Spirit just tells you she doesn't have it this time. Turn in for her. You just turn in for her. And when you do it, we respond. And, and it's both ways. It's turning for him. Yeah. You know, um, there's a response. And then your hearts come back together. And, and it doesn't matter what the argument was. It doesn't matter. Um, you just get those tools back out. And you start, you know, you might need a break. You might need a day. You might need to come back to it. But you start plugging away at that. But in that moment, bringing yourself back towards each other is, is literally what will make the marriage last forever. Yeah. So that's good. Thank Robin. you. Okay. Um, yeah. and yeah. <laughs> I know he's amazed. He's amazed. Um, so, oh, I do have a verse. I'm, um, <laughs> Jane, yes, yes. Bible. <laughs> I have verses that I love the most, but then when I have to look up ones that are, you know, new, um, he helps me with that too. Um, James four one. what is causing all the quarrels and fights among you? Isn't it your desires battling inside you? So, when you're arguing, when you're quarreling, it's that whole, when I talk about turning out, I'm starting to quarrel inside myself with, my needs aren't being met. What, what do I want? It's basically arrogance and pride, you know, that, that we fight all the time. So, is this good at all? Or you feel like you're getting it? Anything? Okay. <laughs> I'm just checking, man, because this is, you know, I don't know. Um, laugh all you want. Um, okay, so let's see. Moving along. Hold on. Okay, number three, and some of you are going to poo-poo this, and I'm fine with it. Um, I don't really care if you poo-poo it. It's still good. Um, what helped us a ton, and what started, we went to um, the pastor that married us. He was amazing. He wasn't just a pastor. He was like a... a psychologist slash professor like brilliant so we lucked out we were very fortunate um to get him and he had us do like these personality tests that were ridiculous like i'm answering and it was like four pages long probably right it wasn't just myers-briggs um if you're familiar anyone familiar with personality profile tests at all okay anyone hate them anyone hate them Okay, you're setting yourself up for something. Because if you, just so you know, the people that hate them, which there are, I have a lot of friends that, in, that have said, oh my gosh, I'm going to do those. How can they like pin people with like, all you do is 70 questions. How can they tell you who you are? Blah, blah, blah. And really? That's actually one of the personality profiles. So if that person took that test, literally, they would be floored because you come out at the end and you're like, it will tell you, and you hate these things because you think they're BS and you don't think they're real and they aren't going to apply to you. It's amazing how much, I mean, it's psychology, you know, they're, and that doesn't mean they're spot on, but what helped us is um, he went through everything with us and we did these tests and we were 26, 27, 29, oh, okay. I think I was, I was 27 then. So we did all these um, tests, and he sat down with us the next week, I think. And he sat down, and he said, okay, so here's what these tests told me. And we, we went to that church for a long time, but we didn't hang out with him. He was one of the pastors that did a whole bunch of stuff. He didn't really know us. Um, he said this. Literally, Andy is a buoy. From everything I get here, Andy likes to be happy. He's chill. He's blah, blah, blah. He went down all this list. And we're looking at each other like, how 
did you know that from this test? He said, because it takes all these different factors. It goes over questions that show how you respond and react to things, and then it helps define parts of your personality. He said for me, and this is back in um, 1997, and I wasn't diagnosed and didn't have an issue um, like full on until I was, till 2011. So, but I've always been this, like everywhere, lots of energy. Um, and he said, so your personality profile is very strange. You have the gas and the brakes on full speed all the time at the same time. And I remember going, what? Like, that's, how did you know that? Like, I never even thought about it before. But I'm, he said, if you're not tired now, you are going to be very tired later. And he said, if you're not on medication now. And, you know, back then, I didn't, I'd, I still don't like taking medication. I only take one. I'm very careful. That stuff is hard for me. Um, I try to do it through other other ways. Um, but he said, if you're not on medication now, you probably will be because your body will be so tired from full throttle and absolute stop that you're just doing this. And so with that, then he brought us together and he showed us, so here's your strengths. Here's your weaknesses. Tell me if this resonates with you. So how would you work through this situation? What would you do? Um, you don't need a pastor to do that for you. You can do it yourself. The tools are out there. Um, you can do it with a roommate. You can do it, you know, you can do it with a best friend. You can do it with anyone. It's getting those tools out and learning about yourself, learning about the people you care about, and understanding. So that was your, so we, like I said, I have said this many times before, but I might judge Katie on her actions and never know what her intention was. So I can look at her and go, man, she was rude. Like she just walked away and didn't even say hi to me tonight, right? I can think that, but did I ask? Do I know what's really going on with her? She could have just had a very horrible thing happen. She could have lost her job. She could have had um, something happen that made her very upset and didn't even see me standing there. So we judge people on their actions when we, sh we really should try to find out what the intentions are because usually our t intentions are for love and they're usually not to hurt each other. So... Um, personality profile tests really help with that because you can actually see where someone's coming from. Does that make sense? That's good. Yeah. So they really are helpful. So girls, you'll write this down now and you young man, because you're about to get married. The rest of you boys will think about this in five years. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Look at that. I love you, Edward. No, no, heavens no. I'm totally kidding. If I meant that, Neiman, I wouldn't say it. Like I would kept it in. It's a total joke. Um, I'm just joking, <laughs> promise. Um, so anyway, we were set up for success big time because of that. So um, I'm full believer in personality tests, especially in relationships. So of any kind. Um, here's the other thing. I have issues with my mom. Like she's not, I love her, but we kind of clash. When I look at her personality profile and I try to understand where she's coming from or even how she grew up and what her motives are, See what I'm saying? It changes how I view my mother. So it makes it easier for me to have grace for her, to have compassion for her. Were you going to say something? Or? I had a question. Yeah. Can you just clarify what the degree was? Yeah. Um, personality tests. Do them. Do them. Um, Myers-Briggs is a great one um, to learn about yourself, but then there's also books that go along with it. So you don't want to just learn one side of it. Um, you you want to know yourself, but then whoever, you know, 
you're with, it's a good thing to do too. And then last, um, for what I came up with tonight, is humor. Humor is paramount. Um, joy, humor, fun is so good for conflict. Um, we all have it. We're all going through it. But if we can just lighten it up a bit, and he's also good at this. I mean, he's not serious very often. If he's serious, you'll know because he's tearing up. Otherwise, he's full of it and he's joking. So, um, and that's great. I, I love that about him most of the time. Um, but um, finding humor and finding how to, um, what's the word? Not dissolve, but diffuse a heated situation by making it light for a minute. And that doesn't mean like belittling the other person's feelings by joking about it and kind of making fun of it or poking. That's not what I'm talking about. There's a right spirit to it and a motive and a wrong motive, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, So joy and humor in diffusing arguments and making light of them. Really, guys, we can make, and I'm good at this. I do this. You know, um, my biggest pet peeve um, is dishes in the sink. I just have an issue with it. My hallways can be full of crap. I can have... I, seriously, every, I can have no clean clothes in the house. I can have a pile of laundry on the couch. But if I come in the door and the kitchen's a mess, for me, it, it, I can't function at all if the kitchen's not clean. That's just me. Um, so it's hard for me to overlook that and not get very bothered. Um, and I think it took, you said it took you eight years. Eight years. Eight years to finally get it. and uh, do the dishes before I got home but before that when I would come home and I still rant and rave sometimes now my poor son gets the brunt of it but um, for the dishes anyway um, he would want to let me have it and put me in my place right and um, what would God tell you I mean I only know this because you've shared it with me but Uh, yeah when we first got married um, I came home from work and I was uh reading to the kids and hanging out with them and stuff and I had fixed them food and then I left the dishes in the sink. You See, came home the mom. and said OMG I just got off work. I came home and the dishes are waiting for me to wash blah 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 blah. And my first response was as a man was to say why don't you shut up walk outside and come back when you're ready to be part of this family. And then instead of saying what I wanted to say I prayed and said Lord what would you have me say? before I say what I want to say. And he said, I want you to say that you love her, you miss her, and you're glad that she's home. And I I felt like I was biting the end of my tongue off. And I said, okay, okay, Lord, let's try it your way first because my way seems like it's going to be a battle, but let's do your way first, Lord. And I said, I love you, I missed you, and I'm glad you're home. And you came in and you did the dishes, and then 20 minutes later you came and sat down next to me, put your head on my shoulder and said, you diffused me. Wow. And that was the Holy Spirit, he remembers it. Wow. not me. Right. So it was, wow. it was Jesus yeah. doing that. Yeah. So we have uh, quite a few of those, actually, stories where I left once when we first got married. We first, it was like we'd newly got married. So we'd both been married before um, and had spouses that um, just had some infidelity issues. We, we, we were both hurt a lot when we came together. And um, the first really big argument we ever got into he wasn't even born yet, or any. He was. Yeah. Oh, that took that long. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> for us to have that big of a fight, that's pretty good. 
Um, but I left because in my head I thought, well, I know what he's going to do because that's what he did, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, and I did logically think that, but that's how I was basing my actions on was a reaction to the last guy who hurt me pretty darn bad. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, so I left and I drove and I was thinking, I'm out of here. I'm done with this. I, I, I can't go through this again, God. I cannot go through this again. And I believe, you remember it better than me, he said, where are you going? Turn around and go home to your husband. And I just remember thinking, I don't know where I'm going. Like, well, turn around and go home to your husband. You know, you go home to your husband. And so um, then I came home and I just said, God told me, turn around and come home. So, you know, we've been through it. Everyone, everyone goes through it. Everyone goes through it. Um, so you got to be able to laugh at your stupidness, at your mistakes. You got to be able to laugh together at those things. And even in a moment that you're not laughing and you're having a hard time, um, in a couple days, it's kind of fun to laugh at those things. <laughs> you know, once it's diffused and you're calm again, just remember it's really not that big of a deal. You know, if the dishes aren't done, I feel like I'm going to lose it. Like I can't relax. And the problem is, the the reason why I feel that way is because see, here's my motive, right? He, they can see my actions, but my motive is. I cannot relax. This is how I was raised until the dishes are done. If the dishes are done, then I can come home and sit down and diffuse from a hard work day at work. But if I come in and they're not done, all I see is, okay, now I have to do this. And then what else? And then I'm looking around it. It like just made, it makes me wig out. So uh, for me, that's important to me. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, it's going to like ruin my life. If the dishes aren't done for 15, 20 minutes, not really. Not really. So I feel like it is. I really do. But it's not. So um, let's see. Hold on a minute. See if there's anything else. Um, actually, that's it. I just had those four things. But really, you guys, if I could leave you with anything tonight, it's, it's that number two. Turn in every time. Just turn in every time. Even with your roommates, with your parents, with your friends. People that you're close to, if you're having a hard time, when you're feeling like you've been rejected, um, all of that. It doesn't mean you're saying, go ahead and be rude to me forever. That's not what I mean. Um, but you turn back into the relationship and then the resolution will come. So, yeah. Does that make sense? Okay, that's, yeah. that's it. Oh, wait, what time is it? How much time we got? Where are you? There you are. Ten minutes? Okay, so do you guys want to ask us questions? Because he can come up and we can answer. And really... Ask whatever you want. Um, just raise your hand, and we'll ask as many as we can in 10 minutes. If you have questions, if you don't, then that's fine, too. But um, it's a safe place to ask questions, and we're safe people to ask them. You know, sometimes with our parents and with adults around us, it's, you don't always feel like you can do that, maybe. But with us, you can. So if you have questions, go ahead. Anybody have a question about relationships, anything? If not, it's cool. Who's going to be brave? Maybe they've never had a relationship. They were born. They've had a relationship. <laughs> they were born. I am sassy, very sassy. Okay, just a second, Ed, my lovely Edward. Go ahead, Eric. Uh-huh. How do I, as a guy, go about like, restoring that? 
So you've dated girls that if there has been a conflict or an issue, they've distanced themselves. So they stop talking to you and like ignore your texts or your calls and things like that. Right. right? Um, what, ha- what, so do they not even let you apologize well, or do they let you apologize and then pull away and kind of like give you the. Not receptive to anything I have to say once uh-huh. the argument has started. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Even when you're trying to mend it and you're making visible, like tangible mm-hmm. effort. Yeah. They don't respond to it. Is it just like a waiting game? Like, what do you do in this situation? That's a good question. Yeah, my, my first response is that um, you try to think about how your relationship is with God and how many times God has said things to you and tried to work out, you know his plan to your life and how many times you've thought, um, not now, <laughs> you know, how about later, Lord, you know, I got my other plans I, I want to do things like that. Or you just be quiet. You're not talking to God anymore. You're not, you're not even in communication with him. And then you start to get that right. And you start saying, oh, okay, Lord, I hear you. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Let, you know, let me be more responsive to you. What do you want me to do? And then all of a sudden he starts to open the door in your relationship and then you start to have more better communication things like that that's what i find is when when we struggle and when we're uh, having difficulty communicating and things like that i pray a lot i spend time with the lord a lot and then it seems like he just kind of the the bible says i think proverbs 3 5 and 6 is one of my favorite verses it says trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understandings in all your ways acknowledge him and he'll direct your path and so, or some say he'll make your path straight. So, um, for me, I pray a lot. I, I acknowledge him and everything. I'm like, thank you, Lord, that it's sunny. Thank you, Lord, that, uh, I'm working. I have a job. Thank you, Lord, that I'm still married. Thank you, Lord, that my kids are safe, that they're healthy, things like that. I just cover all the bases and acknowledge him in everything I do. Maybe I'll talk to people at work or whatever. And it just seems like the road gets smooth. It just seems like relationships start to work a little bit easier and stuff. I think that most of our problems come from uh, uh, us looking in. Like, like Robin said, you know, our, our quarrels come from when we say, I want this. You know, mm-hmm. I want to spend more time with my wife. Mm-hmm. I get really angry when she goes somewhere. You know, she says, I got to go uh, to California to see our daughter. or I got to go do this or I got to do that. My first response is, I'm pissed. I'm, I'm so very pissed. I'm like, He's not. she's supposed to come home every day. You know, that's my, <laughs> that's how I feel. That's my happiness. And when she's gone, it's like, okay, now I'm mad. And I have to deal with that. But when we start to look in our own, what we want, then there isn't a relationship. And so when we have a relationship with God and it's healthy, it's like we're looking to see what he wants. Mm-hmm. When we are in a relationship with our wife or you know, vice versa, you know, we're looking to see what the other person needs and that is better. So. I would say with that, it depends. I mean, I, my personality, if we had time would be like, okay, explain the situation and what were you fighting about and blah, blah. And then I'd feel like I could guide you in that more specifically by far. But if two things and you can, you know, tell me what you think, but I would think let them be for a minute. Um, a lot of times men want to fix it. They need an answer. That's just how you're made. That's great. Um, I mean, it's, it's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with it. But sometimes two things you can be looked at as needy or, and I don't mean, I don't know that about you. I'm just saying, if you're 
okay, you want to fix it so bad without letting her either have some time. And she could be just needing time or she could be playing games. Could be her, you know, um, giving you a hard time and, and trying to make you feel like, mm, you know what I mean? You did that. I'm not happy with you. I don't know. But pulling yourself back and then doing what he said, realigning here and realizing that no matter what this person does, because my, my relationship with him is completely a leap of faith. He could at any time, and I can say this because it will never happen, he could at any time make one choice that makes our family completely dissolve. I could do that to him, right? It is a leap of faith. So where is my faith lying? Is it in, oh, I know he's never going to do that to me, or is it in, this is who I trust, this is who made me, this is who made him, and no matter what happens, because the worst can happen, like the worst has happened. Um, I've been divorced because of infidelity and someone who did not love me, and I thought I could love us both for, you know, I love both our relationship enough for the both of us. That's really what I thought when I was 19. Um, but if I have this right, even when those storms come, and whether she goes away for a minute or she goes away, goes away, it's your leap of faith is here. Yeah. It's not here. Mm-hmm. So really it's in looking inside you. And, and then looking, Eric, and going, okay, what could I learn from this? Who can I talk to that's older, that's been through this kind of stuff, that can kind of guide me like through this little moment where I can get some tools of what maybe to do. But I know men want to fix things, and this is not right. I need to fix it. Um, when women talk about things that are bothering us, you guys want to give us answers? new no. 99% of the time we just want to feel heard yeah, so because good. sometimes it's stupid stuff really I mean right I mean it's just our emotions and we need to and don't agree with that or someone's getting a smack laid down mm-hmm. but sometimes we just need to listen to so does that help at all yeah. and sometimes okay. sometimes in a relationship that might not be the right relationship you know maybe True that, maybe the most important thing to you is communication and talking <laughs> and that person doesn't that value that at all mm-hmm. like they will never ever be that person and so you got to know where to where to say okay you know what this is there's not, the line my my life will never be this way you know mm-hmm. and then you have to yeah yep draw the line and be okay without them all right huh oh yeah five love languages a good book good book yes Mm-hmm. As compared to somebody who's really like uh-huh. um, gentle and nice about stuff, mm-hmm. or as compared to somebody who is very nice mm-hmm. and somebody who's also really nice too, mm-hmm. how do you, what are some set tips when it comes to communication with that? Um, well, there's different things. Now, I know you really well, so um, I can go. I could go a little more deep with that with you, but um, that's a great thing. Number one. You don't want someone who's like you. You need someone who, and I don't mean just you. We all need someone who is different than us, who um, iron sharpens iron um, in many ways, but in a marriage, it it does it. Like you're working some stuff out, right? And then you're also celebrating how different you are at times, and you're blown away at how that other person can like be so much of what, you need the holes that are kind of in you, how much they can meet those. We're generally attracted to people that, that 
um, are different from us. So um, what I think for you, my sweaty, is... <laughs> Okay, whatever. I'm not me. Please. I'm just asking for someone else. Okay, what I think for you, son, is um, enjoying those differences and celebrating them and not worrying so much about the right way to do it. Yeah. Also, just, um, you're awesome. Your, your way of being is all you. And just as someone will completely enjoy that, yeah. don't worry about it. it yeah, and so, also be honest. You know, be godly in the relationship, be honest, be yourself, be authentic, you know, but at the same time, don't, you don't, you don't have to make something happen. You don't have to, you know, there's a lot of good examples in the Bible of people who manipulate things, but they're always manipulating it for the good. You know, like what's the guy's name that did, that, that got Ruth? Boaz. Boaz, right? Great example, the bow right? To the ass. He like sees her and he's like, what? You know, and then he's like, okay, so give her whatever she wants. She's like, no, I got to do my own thing. I got to get pick it myself. And they're like, he's like, leave her lots of stuff, dude. Give her, you know. And, you know, and he's like, just take, doing everything right, you know, oh, without even coming to her and telling her, I'm going to do yeah. everything right. Right. You know? And so yep. I would say that's a great example of a, of a godly man. Just do what's right all the time. And then you don't really have to worry about it, yep. how the pieces fall together. God's going to take care of that stuff. Yep. God's yeah. got your back, homie. Yeah. Amen. Do that, yo. Mm-hmm. Any other? <laughs> Neiman Marcus of men. So in our real talk, like, my parents aren't really the best example of marriage. Mm-hmm. And I actually don't have a lot of influences like that, so... Sometimes I do worry, like, crap, I'm going to mess up like that. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, how can I maybe like, mm-hmm. get away from that? Yeah. That's good. yeah. Well, this is the coolest part. Their story is not your story. Yeah. Come on. And how you grew up can either be a, a belief that can be a seed of fear that I don't want to be like that, or it can be a um, catalyst for you to go, so what is what does that look like that's right? What what does that look like? So, quick example. If I see someone who's being belittled, right? As, as a kid, we're watching someone on the playground. They're being belittled. They're being treated badly. I believe we all have, I mean, there's something in us that should immediately know not right, right? What, what would we choose to do after that? Um, is has a whole different that's a whole another piece but inside us we know so what i'm seeing right here hurts it doesn't feel right my my heart is hurting i can feel it's not right so the fact that you can identify that means you're already four years friggin' light years whatever ahead of it do you know what i mean like you're way ahead of the game so it's all in your perspective my parents i love them they're precious people like their ministry to people that they've done through church and the lord and all of that is phenomenal their personal relationship was very unattractive to me growing up i was very angry um it was very dysfunctional and um his as well he likes to say he was raised by a pack of wolves Mm -hmm. like he wasn't Mm -hmm. raised Mm -hmm. so like he didn't have guidance he didn't have he had a lot of religion at church but nothing real at home so, 
um, we both had, um, yeah, his parents' marriage, very interesting. Like, not, like, you know, um, crazy things. Like, can I say it? It's my, it's the funniest one. Which one? Uh, honey, what can I do to better myself? Oh. Is that bad? No, that's fine. Okay. She, she, it's funny. His mom asked. Every two years, the they went to marriage counseling. <laughs> okay, and she would say, what can I do to better myself? And he said, well, if you shave that mustache, that would be a start. <laughs> so this is the, this, that just putting it real to you. This is how we were, right? Right. Not okay on any level, right? Yeah. So point is, point is, we both had that, and we do not have that. My, my children, my son... Even though I'm not perfect and I have my own struggles, my ups and downs, all of that. I guarantee you the one thing both my kids can say is that they've watched parents that absolutely love each other Mm -hmm. and will fight for each other at all costs. Mm -hmm. This comes first. Mm -hmm. They come second. Mm -hmm. This right here, this right here comes first before anyone else. One thing I would like to add to that, because I do believe that my parents were really like the magnets that you know you try to put together and they just can't go together and that's how they lived their whole existence and it was terrible um when i was nine years old i wanted to (coughs) run away because i was like this is terrible like a husband shouldn't treat his wife like that and my my mom shouldn't be treating my dad like this this is terrible and so when i was nine years old i wanted to run away but what i did instead because i didn't know where to go you know nine years old what are you gonna go (coughs) and i uh i said lord would you be my father and when I made that, that choice, my life changed. I, I started to grow. I started to read God's Word. I didn't even, I don't even, I'm not going to tell you I read God's Word, you know, a lot, and I, I haven't memorized or anything like that. But um, I started reading it. I started taking it in. And then I started seeing people that their relationships were working. And I started to watch them. And I started to say, God, you know, that's what I want. And so from, from 12 to 29... I had a list of things that I wanted in a wife, and God knew all of those things. And I dated a lot of girls in high school, and every girl had something. Every girl had something. 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 I met so many. I was many like, of them. you know what? This, I was like, I was like, this girl has something, you know. And but 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 They're Robin has it all. Robin has the whole list, you know. And I was like, God, how is that possible that she has everything on the list? And it was like because God was listening, you know, and he, and he was my father, and so. He will never fail you. He'll never let you down. He's not a bad example. He's got the father who's the authority. He's got the son who is your, is your uh, righteousness. And he's got the Holy Spirit, which represents the mother, which represents your softness, your comfort, your, 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 your sensitivity, your, your hidden stuff, right? So God knows all that stuff. And so if I would give you any advice at all, it, I would just say, just, just have the Lord. Just have the Lord and just say, God, you know what? Teach me what I need to know. And he's going to teach you all that all and you use need to know. It. You yeah. can't just know it here. You have to really practice it. So with friends, close relationships, you be that person, you know, in your own sphere and in your life. So, oh, she has one question. Do I have to stop? Oh, yeah, yeah, good. Because then we have to stop because we're going long. My parents' marriage was kind of also messed up. So they got divorced 11 years ago. Yeah. And like to this day, they can't even email each other back Mm-hmm. 
like how they behave with, you, with each other is not what I want to have in marriage. Right. So for me, it's a hey, this is something we shouldn't do. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You look at it instead of going, I'm never doing that. I hate that. You know, there, there's a difference between ah. There's just another one. Good example, what not to do. So Mm -hmm. what will I do instead of that? What would be the opposite of that action? Mm -hmm. Let me think about what that looks like, and and I will do that instead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, perfect. That's awesome. So we have to wrap it up? Yep. We do. Is there anything else, anybody? Danielle said no more questions. She's in charge. (laughs) She's in charge. All right. So can I close in prayer then? Yes. Is that right? All right. Lord God, we just come before you and we thank you, Lord, that you that you love us and that you go before us, Lord, that you that you know each one of us intimately, like you know the stars in the sky, and you know us each by our name, uh, you know us each by our purpose, you know us each by our destination, Lord, and uh, you love us. You you care about every detail of us, and Lord, I pray that you will help each one of the kids in this in this room, the young adults in this room, Lord that they would take it into their minds and take it into their hearts, Lord, about relationships and and know that you are the one who has their back, that you're the one that always gives them um, all the the tools that they need and you're the one that gives them the, uh, the, the full access, that they can come to you and they can ask anything in your name and, Lord, that you're going you're gonna to watch after them and you're going to take care of it. You're going to give them the answers. You're going to give them the, the help and the comfort that they need. And uh, Lord, we just pray that you go with us and uh, keep us safe in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Right on. There it is.